Hey, America! Start listening now! Happy, happy Eurovision, everyone. It's the beginning of the new year. year. Oh, it is. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, Eurohogmanay is, is our dear friend Ross Middleton. Eurohog, I think, at one point. What are our predictions for the year? Starting with the prediction for the, uh, the opener of this episode. Oh, you know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think that we're, we're in it right now. Trippy. And welcome to another He's Right Behind You episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, a country with infinite riz. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. I'm Danny. Where did all this riz come from? Oh, what am I going to do with all got, this riz? Oh, yes. Sam, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. I was driving up to Liz's the other day, and I, I, I couldn't get a picture quickly enough, but I saw a, a, a billboard here in Minnesota for uh, something with scrap metal. Uh, and oh, I, was, I, thought, uh, I thought you were going to bring up the Swore and Gatto, uh, friends of the show, uh, the, like <laughs> TV lawyer uh, billboards. My favorite Swore and Gatto is, you're going you're gonna to need a good lawyer, um, which is just kind of concerning, menacing, I yeah. was going to say, <laughs> like a threat, like Swore and Gatto, you're going to need a lawyer. And then he like, it's like one step above lovely family you have yeah exactly yeah, was like you're gonna need a good lawyer and then he like takes a baseball bat to your tail life he's like mm, could have used a good lawyer anyway sam hit him with the socials uh, yeah <laughs> you can find us on all the standard social media outlets feel free to like put up what your local crazy commercial is because i'm actually genuinely interested in that tv kind of lawyers are always a great like let us know let us know i would love it oh yeah oh yeah uh but yeah find us on all the standard social media outlets facebook twitter slash x TikTok, Threads, Blue Sky, Instagram, Mastodon, etc., etc. at 12PointsUSA. Just email us directly at 12PointsOfAmerica at gmail.com. Feel free to check out our fantabulous merchandise on Redbubble. I am personally wearing my Winged Beaver shirt right now. Mm-hmm. Or you can support us directly with a monthly contribution on Patreon. And whether you support us financially or not, we love you anyway. But our Patreon supporters do get exclusive content and early access to episodes. You may also be listening to us via our friends at Switch Radio Europe calling this week. If you are, hi. And thanks to Switch Radio Europe calling for having us. Um, if you're not, check them out. They're awesome. Thank God we have Eurovision news, though, in a, in a tiny little trickle to begin with. Yeah. I always love beginning with a tiny little trickle. I say that to everyone in what? any circumstance. Um, we have someone from Belgium who's going to be Belgiuming at ESC 2024. I just I just find it so ironic and so very us that the moment after we stop recording on our last episode... It was like four hours later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like an episode where we were specifically saying, or I was specifically saying anyway, we don't have any news! I'm so frustrated by the fact we don't have any names. Yeah, thank you, Belgium, for giving us a name. Musty! I don't know. Musty. 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 It's the only way that he can pronounce it without the English people being able to make fun of him too much. Mm-hmm. I think it is Musty. But we'll find a way. Yes. yes. Musty. Musty. Coming from a dank, dank basement in Antwerp. I have no idea where he's from, but I welcome, think, Musty. I think, he, <laughs> I think he is from the French language speaking half of Belgium. Yes, he's, it's, he's it's, Wallonian. Yeah, he's, it's the Wallon broadcaster's turn this year. So I yeah. see. So it's the first episode of Eurovision New Year, and I've already started the Civil War. Yep, you have. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, you have. <laughs> he is, uh, his real name is Thomas Mustin. Okay. 
he is a he is a judge on Drag Race Belgique. Ah, oh, this is starting to make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got some some uh, theater kid energy about him, I would say, and uh, he's he's listed as an actor and singer in that order on his on his Wikipedia page. So I'm sure that's how Britney footballers last year. <laughs> dentist slash singer slash mm-hmm. TV host. Oh, there's a oh, footballer Belgium. slash singer. You said last time, and I'm like, Gustav was a footballer. Oh, no, like, what? <laughs> Gustav yeah. was a vocal coach, songwriter, mm-hmm. backup singer yeah. slash singer. Yeah. Uh, worth noting, a lot of his his uh, acting experience is uh, it's like version of Jeopardy. Huh? Well, <laughs> no, they uh, like stage as opposed to film. Uh, sure. He played uh, Danny. You can you'll appreciate this. He played Benvolio in Romeo and Juliet. Not hard. Uh, <laughs> Just monologues. Okay. Uh, he won the Magritte Award for Most Promising Actor slash bowler hat, I assume. I was about to say, does he have to perform with an apple floating in front of his face? No, it's actually just the actor who makes the most promises. <laughs> most promising actor. Yeah. This, this is not the one. That's great. All right. Well, uh, yeah, he's he's 32. He's uh, he's a guy. He's, he's doing uh, Belgium. 32, man. This yeah. man. Stage experience is going to be better. Especially compared to all mm-hmm. these people who usually have TV experience. Well, and and the TV experience he does have again is Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so no, this seems this seems entirely reasonable to me to to have that to have that be your pre- guy. Is this going to be prediction number one Belgian top ten again? No, no. no. <laughs> I have a feeling he will go over very well with the fan base. I have a feeling he will probably show up at all of the opening parties and mm-hmm. be the absolute life of him. I think he's going to be able to work the press junkets. Yes. Yeah. OJE, I think, is going to love him. Yeah. To be fair, two years in a row now, we underestimated how well Belgium was going to do. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I first time I heard Gustav, I was like... It was more worry like, than anything. No. I, I, th- no. Oh, you were you said big no. no. I was more worried was that it was like exactly the thing that I would be into, but it but where like you know I just go you know no one is gonna no one's gonna give a damn about this. And I had that in varying degrees with Slovenia and Malta as well. Mm-hmm. But like you know, yeah, I think seeing the music video and 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 then seeing it on stage, it, it was a bit more of a mess in the national final, as I recall. This is because of you. That then kind of because of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, oh. and uh, you by uh, Fossil Carvalho, oh, actual friend of the show, yeah. like Swarangado. Um, what? Right <laughs> what? What else we got? We uh, this is this is rumor time. Second from perennial whispered about imminent Eurovision winner Cyprus. Yeah, which yeah. is strange because they say that their singer is going to be announced earlier or later this week. So by the time this episode airs, you may already know. So we'll see. Hello from the past. Um, which is funny considering they've been toying with reenacting a national final now for a couple of years. And now they are probably going to go for an internal selection. There are rumors of a singer named Celia Capsis. Uh, we'll see if that pans out or if that's just... Actual rumor. Cypriot or Greek or uh, I expat? Be- or- I believe Greek. You know, I just Googled her name. Mm-hmm. First link that comes up is from a website called GreekCityTimes.com. Rising Australian pop star Celia Caps is set to represent Cyprus in Eurovision 2024. So she may be mm-hmm. Greco-Cypriot diaspora. It also says she's 16 years old. Oh. No, let's not do that. 
So we shall see if so those... we had we had I don't know. I, I wouldn't write off very young competitors ever, especially after what Destiny gave us. Yeah, I mean, but it looks like she has a couple of singles on. Who was that? Um... Golden Boy was that? Oh, Nadal. Was, was he also very young? Yes. Well, in, in theory, in theory. In theory <laughs> they lied about him like a. <laughs> like a Dominican baseball yeah. player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, he was he was allegedly sixteen at the time. It clearly wasn't. I think the last time he saw him, he was clearly like thirty six. Uh, like, I don't know. That dude is is. He was sixteen you know. in the way that uh, Dawson on Dawson's Creek was sixteen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Where all the Power Rangers were sixteen. Yeah, yeah. All the Power Rangers were sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, if we got a Cypriot Power Ranger, I'd be behind that. But wh- what else do we know about Celia Capsis? Uh, not a massive ton, other than the fact that I guess Cyprus may have scrapped their idea for returning to the national final to mm-hmm. go for a potential internal selection. I mean, if she's only sixteen, I don't recognize her from any junior junior work. I mean, Cyprus used to participate in junior. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I do not know. So we shall see. One other little bit of uh, breaking news, and I mean little. Yeah, from uh, from Eurovois, just posted today, uh, Aust- Austria mm-hmm. is expected to announce their new act in January, but it will not be Conchita versed. Oh, <laughs> okay. Is that a possibility? Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, uh, an, uh, an Instagram comment on a post calling for submissions fueled rumors uh, that Conchita was was thinking about it, but uh, they have since said no uh here's here's the quote uh from kleine zeitung who is either a person or uh or not uh it might be a magazine yeah um yeah yeah. Yeah, i think that's a appropriate name for a magazine yeah uh it took me years to realize my victory nine years ago and everything that happened around it and now i'm ready to say now someone else can win for austria again i can appreciate that yeah totally you know there have also been other uh, pictures and images floating around of Kaino in a in a recording studio at a music. Oh, but they're always recording. I know. Things. I know. Endlessly I know, recording. I'm just saying, like people take images like this and post on social media and run with it. If Tom isn't on a Viking cruise ship, he's in a recording studio. That's where. He, that's what he's doing. Mm. What if he was in a recording studio on a Viking cruise ship? Um, like like Monet for the, for the staff. <laughs> Can't wait for the people in the in the editing booth to say that they have to dip out because they're stint at the bar at the nightclub is coming up. Anyway, it's still very very early. I know that we are all chomping at the bit to get some news, get some, especially for familiar and beloved names. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Oh, we have friends back in Junior Eurovision, too. We do. We do. Yeah, a bit more news coming down the pipeline for the contest this November in Nice. Uh, the field has officially been launched and confirmed at 16 countries. Woo! So we've lost Serbia and oh. we've lost um, Kazakhstan. But we have... We lost re- Kazakhstan? Yeah, Kazakhstan. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, it's too bad. They were powerhouse, my God. Yeah, they were very good. But we do welcome Germany back. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Uh, which also means that we have the big five That's at right. Junior for the very That's first right. time ever, which is very, very cool. Which means France doesn't get to just sit back and coast on its laurels some more. Well, <laughs> it might. Uh, it might. It's going to be a new, I mean, Christmas in... I, I, how, how close to Christmas is the contest? 
It's actually it's like in the, it's Thanksgiving weekend. It's Thanksgiving oh, yeah, they moved it back. I'm actually kind of bummed about that. Yeah, Does that have anything to do with Nice's colossal Christmas market? Oh, uh, maybe. Could be. But I think Le chat mange un croissant. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the other nation, we have a debuting nation, sort of a surprise, a little bit out of left field. We see Estonia dipping their toes into the junior Eurovision pool for the first time. I would not have thought that this was a country with as much presence in Eurovision itself making its JESC debut. We've had Lithuania and Latvia mm-hmm. in the past, not, not very recently, but mm-hmm. both have, have been at junior. But yeah, Estonia has never been in the mix. Uh, so to see them not only making their debut, but also announce their artist right off the bat. It's uh, Arhana Sandra Arbma uh, is is the singer who's been picked. What kind of name is that? Estonian. Estonian one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's supposed to mean. Immigrants. Arhana immigrants strikes me as, yeah, we, that strikes me as a little closer to Danish than anything, but we'll see. They're all having fun up there. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, we have a little bit of information on Arhana's song. We know that the music is going to be written by Carl Ander Reisman, who we know as one of the songwriters behind Hope, Christophan. Yes. And the lyrics are by a poet and children's book author named Lilo Tungal. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple of the titles of some of her fiction for children. Sure. Um, Vampire and Pioneer. Vampire and Pioneer. And Pioneer. Wow, what are the Netflix this fall? Uh, Pedro the Poodle and the Apology Gift. Oh, the Apology Gift. Yeah. What happened? I'm intrigued already. She's got my money. And my <laughs> personal favorite, Carrot Works as a Carrot. Oh, starring Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's typecasting. Yeah. Yeah. Porgadina. I hope that the song is inspired by. Carrot works as a carrot, and it's just explaining a carrot's purpose in life. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, Carrot works as a carrot was published in 2013, so I think you're well, mm. well past the idea that it could be an original song. Okay. Best, yeah, so you can't have like a best adapted screenplay at mm, Junior. No, unfortunately. Well, this is also now that we are in September. Like, you can officially write the song you are bringing into. Oh, you, you can. can oh, you can. You no, can sorry, release. Released, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can write it whenever. I mean, we've. we've <laughs> yeah. No, we, we've talked about that. I mean, the uh, colors. A song that was in. Was a, it ended up in Croatia's yeah. national final mm-hmm. one year, had been shopped around for years. Uh, yeah. Cleopatra had been shopped around. Uh, it was possibly going to be given to Sunit, mm-hmm. I think, at one point. Uh, so the, the, the songs, I would imagine a good number of the songs have already been written. We just don't know what they are. We haven't heard them. And uh, I, I bet we're, we're going to make some predictions a little bit later. And uh, my my guess is that some of them are going to be just great. The predictions of the songs. The songs. Okay. Uh, the predictions. Uh, we'll see. Actually, speaking of which, uh, why don't we? Why don't we? Before we make our predictions for this year, let's turn back the clock. I yeah. I can't. Okay. I can't wait. This, I'm uh, actually really grateful. I I wrote down. Uh, I, I re-listened to. Uh, it was episode 136. If you want to go back, this also happens to be. Uh, this was a. This is a really fun episode. I had just gotten back from Ireland. Uh, and also back from the Iceland airport. So if, if, if you'll recall, we had a number of very spirited discussions 
about what counts as being in a country. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is that episode that that, yes. that, that happened. In. So, so uh, is this the episode where your your shopping bag saying "I've been to Iceland" has made, made it, its made debut? its debut? Yeah. Wow. And I still have it. A momentous day in twelve points of American lore, truly. Mm-hmm. So uh, here here are some things that uh, that we talked about in in that. There were some kind of off-the-cuff, unofficial predictions uh, towards the beginning. Derek said, uh, Eric being in Ireland could cause a butterfly effect that propels Ireland into the top 10. Uh, Uh, No. no. (laughs) Uh, That one didn't work out. I said the over-under of songs that mention going to the bathroom will be 0.5. How did we do there? How does uh, that go? Zero How does half a song mention? Well, that's the thing. It's, it's an over under. So, so you. Zero. So yeah. Are, <laughs> are there gonna? Is there gonna be one or not? Basically, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think. No, no. I don't no. think we did. Um, not unless my sister's crown is is a euphemism. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, mo- Moving on. We we also we also looked at the uh, a couple of different betting odds because there there had been betting odds for the host city. Yeah. And for the hosts themselves, the betting odds at the time, Glasgow was at 65%. Mm. Birmingham was at 10%. Manchester was at 8%. And that's all we mentioned. Wow. Wow. I mean, at that time, we were pretty sure that it was going to be Glasgow. Oh, yeah. This may have been before we saw that video. That video. That video. And then. Yeah. We should get Lizzie on the show, Aww. by the way. I'll send her a note. <laughs> uh, in the odds to host, uh, the top three were Graham Norton. Mm-hmm. Got that. Got him. Uh, Rylan. Who he did have a presence at the very mm-hmm. least. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and Scott Mills. Who I think was also, you know, also had a presence. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He and Rylan were doing commentary on radio. Weren't they? Uh, I believe that's right. Mm-hmm. So kind of got that right. Uh, do you remember who was at the bottom of that list that we were very... Uh, very certain wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. <laughs> uh, other names we enjoyed. Uh, Cliff Richard. We didn't see Cliff Richard, did we? No, we didn't. Ricky Gervais. No. Jonathan Ross. No. Paul Hollywood. Sadly, no. Uh, no. 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 He was visible for a half oh, moment right. in the in the opening. That's right. Uh, he, that yes. Opening piece. There was a brief Paul Hollywood cameo, and Mel Gidroy, uh, who also had a wonderful. Uh, cameo during one little of the little butter turning segment. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes did. Uh, our our dumb rumor of the week for that episode oh, we have was yeah. that it would actually be hosted by Paddington Bear. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, did not work out. So let's just go through the the list of predictions here. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Danny. Oh, okay. One of my favorite parts of this episode was that people kept stealing your predictions. Yes, uh, and you were getting increasingly angry about it. <laughs> uh, so here's what you said: an eight out of ten cats type person will host, or Sue Perkins or Bill Bailey type, or Simon Amstel or James Acaster if they want to never host again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One didn't uh, didn't work out. Uh, lots of crossover content with other contests, like the American Song Contest. That and it also didn't really happen. But we uh-huh. we also thought that like the 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 Latin American contest, the Canadian contest. Some so many of these things have been announced. Yeah, we're gonna get hyped up. Yeah, still still none of them have happened. So mm-hmm. so that didn't really work out. Uh, and then your last prediction was about Junior for some reason. Yeah. Uh, you said JESC entries are going to follow the Armenia model, so to speak. And I think that was sort of a. I don't know. There's still kind of a 50-50 split. Not unproven, yeah. I think jury's still kind of out on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Danny, um, 
better luck this year. Point five uh, for three. <laughs> yeah. uh, Derek. Uh, Derek. Derek. Okay. Yeah, Derek knows what it is. First was uh, Germany is finally going to get its act together, <laughs> and the non-Big Five, uh, something not in the Big Five, will finish last. I'm going to take uh, half and, a point for that. Yeah, and and yeah, as I mean, a they did get their act together. Oh yeah, they yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, they were very very good. Yeah. And uh, noted as a joke, last place would probably be Norway or Finland. Oops. Uh, <laughs> I mean, whoopsie doodle, not out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this one ended up being actually fairly prescient, although it was uh, off by a year. You said a country we haven't seen recently will make a comeback. Oh. Uh, well, so, they announced it during the show. Yeah, so yeah, no, I, I think that's. I think that counts as, as a point yeah. there. Uh, and then this is the big whopper. Uh, Derek <laughs> said, and I quote. This is the year Sweden is not going to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by that prediction. If Lorraine hadn't been there, I don't know what else. I think you could have. Uh, who knows? If if they picked what was uh, yeah air, I think that would have done. I think it would have qualified. I don't think it would have. Sure. I mean, I think Finland would have comfortably won. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and this is well. Why does this we year feel? Why does this year feel like the 1936 Berlin Olympics of of Eurovision? It's like, what if we killed Hitler? At the Olympics, or it's like, what if Lorene hadn't been at Eurovision 2023? That's like a that's really weird comparison. Everyone's prediction for the next, uh, yeah. All right, uh, here are here are mine. I am uh, I I'm giving myself a point for this. There will be absolutely no consequences for the countries that cheated, uh, which is well, as far as we know, true. Yeah. Uh, I also said Ukraine is going to win again. Not unreasonable to guess that. No. Did they top ten? Yeah. They did. Yeah, they did. Six or seven. Six or seven. They were great. Uh, Sam, uh, you also said Germany will do well. In my heart, they did. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. In my heart. They sent a good entry. They did. That's, they I, did. Think, I think we need to recognize sending a good entry versus it being. Versus it being. Well ranked. Competitive. Yeah. Yes, I will say at, the, uh, at the, the wedding in Finland that I went to this summer, uh, the Germans uh, had a lot to say about uh, voting. Um, they said that Blood and Glitter was one of their favorite entries in years from their country. And when I brought up the whole idea of just like, well, where were the votes? Where, where were the votes from, from anyone? And uh, both of these Germans, who I will, not, uh, I will not cite by name, basically said, you know, even in non-Eurovision circumstances, letting old people vote is a mistake. <laughs> Uh, oh, so. Come on. <laughs> as well as anyone under 25. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone my age, plus or minus three years, those are the only people who should be allowed to vote. Yeah. Sam, you also said there would be an uptick in linguistic diversity. I, was there an uptick? I, I don't know that there was. There, were, there was a lot of English this year. There was, yeah. but uh, in terms of what qualified, I feel like, generally speaking, the number of entries not in English that made it out of the semifinals was higher than the, the, the rate of it was what higher than through. before. Yeah. I, I will also say, if I'm remembering correctly, the split in semifinal, where all the songs fell in the semifinals, was kind of split into mostly English, and then another semifinal was mostly either an English and native mix mm-hmm. or yeah. non English. One, one of them was almost entirely English. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. of them was like English, 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 and then just like a smattering of yeah. who knows. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Sam, your third prediction was, considering the UK's love-hate relationship with Eurovision, the fandom will have an existential crisis. Fandom will go even more wild. Haters will hate it even more. I'm going to give her a point for that one. Yeah. <laughs> we saw how, how much Liverpool just embraced the contest, and I'm sure those who mm-hmm. hated the contest were just crawling deeper into their holes. And yeah. Stuff. Also, but, coming but second last didn't help. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think a lot of people... There were some interval act predictions that we made. Uh, I said scooch. <laughs> uh, there was a scooch reference uh, in, yeah. at one point. Danny said the sugar babes. <laughs> if only. Wait, wait. Oh, what? no, wait. No, never mind. No, and, no, uh, no it's the atomic kitten, not the sugar babes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Sam, you were right. You said there would be a Kalush and Sam Ryder collab, and there was. Wow. Oh. Wow. That just makes sense. That, that, yeah. You know, it, it would have made sense. Yeah. What was our reaction like during the show to that prediction? Uh, we'd forgotten about it completely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think, uh, the, given the circumstances, though, that was a, that was a gimme. Not, that was kind of a gimme. Yeah. I mean, I'm not dismissing it, but you know what? Low hanging fruit is still nutritious. I will take that. Mm-hmm. It still sure. sustains me. Only other prediction I noted in the episode was uh, there was a bit of speculation that we would see an appearance by Zelensky. Uh, oh, he there. made the request, didn't he? I, I, oh no, that was the Oscars. Uh, no, he did. <laughs> no, but he didn't make an appearance during the Oscars. There, there, yeah, there was there was discussion, and I think it was ultimately decided. I think by the EBU side yeah. that he would not be making an appearance, correct, for whatever reason, right? So out of curiosity, I, I've just kind of thought about this before, but would it have been? feasible to have him make a statement after voting had closed that may have been Hmm. an interesting point i think i think it could have been feasible i think the ebu would have kind of been getting themselves into a potentially sticky situation with trying to keep this as apolitical as as they could possibly Mm -hmm. make it i could have made it apolitical by having him dress up in one of his old dancing with the stars costumes that would have been nice Mm. a footballer kit or like or an elton john I think I've seen that, but uh, cool. But I mean, the question of like the political, but like if the voting is closed, there's really no concern about it influencing it one way or the other. And then they could just show it. And I'm guessing it was like, what, 20, 30 seconds of him just being like, thank you for all your support. We still need it. Yeah. I mean, if it were pre recorded and scripted and like the text of it was sort of thumbsed up by the EBU, it probably could have. But it could. Um, I think the EBU probably just wanted to eliminate any possibility of it being construed as potentially political, which, granted, a Ukrainian breeds anywhere near Eurovision, people are going to assume it's yeah, yeah, I mean, King I, Charles made an appearance. I know. Uh, yeah, and Princess Kate. But yeah, but yeah. the royal family is supposed to also be apolitical. They're supposed to be, yes. Yeah. Worth, worth noting uh, that we recorded, uh, we recorded and released this episode uh, about a week before the Queen died. So, so there was there were certain. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I never would have predicted that we would be, or at least three of us would be in the United Kingdom, watching a coronation. Yeah, watching live, eating coronation chicken chips. Mm-hmm. Those were actually pretty tasty. They were good. Yeah, yeah. But, but like we were in the UK watching a freaking coronation mm-hmm. happening, and, and, and that the wasn't only... the biggest thing happening in town. Yeah, and the only thing. Or the, the only coronation of my life, you know, the only one we've ever been around for. It's, oh, it's, we'll, it's, have we'll have us. Oh, no, no, I know. But like, it was, it, and it wasn't just the first in my lifetime. It was the first in my mother's lifetime, mm-hmm. it, which is, I mean, she was around for so long. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, it, I, I was I, when I when I looked at the date, and then I was like, wait a minute, had the queen died yet? And I looked, and it was like, no, it was like a week later. And I I was just remember thinking like, oh god, did any of us say anything? What did we say? Yeah, like <laughs> like. I remember after it was announced that Ukraine wasn't going to be able to post, and the UK were picking it up. Part of me did have the thought of, I hope if if the queen is going to pass, she either does so, like. Now, now far enough away from the show. Or you about to after say, the show. I, I was going to say, I, I'm worried about a major world event overshadowing Europe. No, because the BBC, <laughs> as a public service oh, broadcaster, mm-hmm. would have had to have halted production. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I had a conversation with uh, you and Spence, friend of the show, uh, in Turin about. About the upcoming. Like, well, well, it, Ukraine hadn't won yet. We didn't know you, we were going to the UK the next year. Mm-hmm. We were just we were just talking about, like, okay, it's it's. Monday yeah. for semifinalist tomorrow. What happens if she dies on Friday? Like, yeah, yeah. I what mean, what what happens? And, and he he, uh, as is his want, I would say, uh, knew the. I mean, th- there was a whole protocol. It was public knowledge of Operation London Bridge. Yeah. Uh, the uh, of all the things that would all the things that would happen and when and how and depending on where she dies and so mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. That that. Um, all, all of these things that would happen. It was, it was a really fascinating conversation. I had not realized just how thoroughly planned out all of that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that had kind of been semi-public like they, knowledge. I feel like they drew up the plans 40 years ago, and then we're just like, all right, let's refine it every year. Mm-hmm. Probably, yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's what happened with her, her father as well. I mean, I watched The Crown. I'm a total expert on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it went, as soon as Charles was coordinated, they had a plan. No, anywhere. He could fall over dead any minute. I mean... Hopefully not, but I'm just saying, you know, accidents happen, health conditions come on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you better call some more. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm gonna say he can't die. He still has a couple of ugly buildings to yell at. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just in terms of like, it's it's such a high position. It's such an integral part of the culture mm-hmm. and the country that mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're going to have. Honestly, it's still a huge part of their economy. Yeah, still mm-hmm. billion-dollar mm-hmm. industry. Just mm-hmm. this family. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, as part of that Operation London Bridge or whatever the version is for for King Charles now, a part of that is, you know, the BBC will be switching their coverage from their normal scheduled programming to all all, all monarchy all the time for a couple of days. You know, BBC Radio, the, that coverage shifts. I mean, I think they have to change around what kind of music they're playing. It's this whole process. But if you have this other event that's going on, like what would have happened if this had happened during the London Olympics? Mm-hmm. You know, you have Something. things like that. I mean, granted, it would have been BBC that was taking care of it. Mm-hmm. But... Mm, yeah. I, All right, now Olympic coverage on Sky News. So let's... I mean, I don't think they have a system in place for Carl XVI Gustav. I don't think they're quite that crazy about it. (laughs) But, you know, there are many nations in Europe with monarchies that we we wish everybody well. Almost Um, everybody. Almost everybody. We wish most people well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not for half. Carl Carl XVI Gustav is 77 years old, by the way. 77 years young, Eric. Yeah. All right. It's okay. Yeah, so do we now, have, now do we have our, our predictions yes, for now, this year. Now, I can't wait to be even more wrong. Yeah. Now that we've established how good we are at making predictions, it's time <laughs> to make some more predictions. Yeah. Uh, Dan- Danny, let's start with you. Uh, a boring prediction and probably a correct one. Maybe it's that I somehow knew 
I somehow recalled that my prediction, predictions last year were too stupid. Um, I'm saying uh, hosting that is even better than the UK. How, How do you define that? And, and so I, did, so, uh, I define it as they're bringing Petra back. <laughs> Probably. Or, I would hope so. Or they're giving Hannah Waddingham a sweet passport. Oh, yeah. She's just, 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 just changing. There's going to be a momentous change in world events that will make it so that Hannah Waddingham can, can host again. She um, and I have the same birthday. The thing that was so refreshing about the hosting from the UK was that it, they were able to host it without making it feel like too much of a self-serving pageant. There was a mixture of classic British self-effacing humor, but also an awareness of pomp. And like, they were able to mix that very, very well in a way that made the hosting seem not fake or false. And I'm just saying, maybe Sweden's going to get its own head out of its own self-important ass. And really, <laughs> you don't really think they're going to do self-important. Die self-serving. <laughs> There's going to be too much ABBA, but I'm going to say, if not better, I'm going to say they're going to keep it on par. We're going to have two really great hosting years. All right. All right. Do you, do you have others, or is that... Oh, sorry. I thought we were going to go around. Yes. Okay. No, no, just, you guys just, are, are going to love just... my, my next two, then. Okay. Right. My number two is a serious contender from the Balkans. A, a, a serious one that somehow all of the Balkan countries are going to rally behind. Albania, Serbia, Croatia, Slovenia, somebody is going to release something that's going to be very, I'm going to say it's going to be valid. I'm going to say it's, we're going to have a Balkan ballad, a non-banger, that everyone is going to rally around from that geopolitical region, and we're going to have a serious ex-Yugoslav contender for the first time in years. Well, considering that the last couple of winners have been generally upbeat mm -hmm. we might be due for a slower if we do some big some some and, and that's sort of what i feel we're going towards because we had a, a very produced very internationally poised pop song win this last year and i'm wondering if it's gonna be a a a, a portugal 2017 situation mm. that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking about. i i i think this honestly wasn't one of my predictions, but I, I will echo. I think, I think the winning song will be a ballad sure. in Mama. Here's my last prediction that I think is maybe the most likely of all of them: an absolute swing for the fences from a majority of Scandinavian countries. Mm. We're going to see a a huge name that even uh, like a casual American might recognize. I'm thinking a Max Martin, a Kygo. We're gonna we're gonna see some not like performing of course but like songwriting from like someone who's really trying to like prove themselves and then like Norway Denmark Iceland making a serious push to muscle in between Finland and Sweden who are also gonna be nuts to prove themselves oh, and, again. and you know Finland like, wants it bad yeah Finland oh, wants yeah. Finland wants it bad and Sweden wants to prove that they deserved their win because they're so winning e. And then Norway, Denmark, and Iceland going, maybe it's our chance now. Something big is happening in Scandinavia. Okay. All right. Derek. I can see that totally backfiring. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm not saying I'm, that it'll be successful. I'm, I'm in 100% <laughs> agreement that every single one of those countries, especially, I would say, Finland, because they got so close, but yes. also Denmark, it's gonna because be, they have been choking. Yeah, they're going to be grinning, they're, they're going to be punching so hard this year. Yeah, and I absolutely am not one of those people who believes in, like, 
well, you know, Denmark won last time it was hosting on. Yeah, that's doesn't matter. That's, that's completely just, separate. Like, yeah, right, that's right. complete coincidence. That's the statistical coincidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. The only real benefit that Denmark has is, is the fact that they can commute from the other side and not necessarily stay in the Yeah, <laughs> just take a bus and everything. Yeah, exactly. They don't even have to leave their homes. They it's don't. They can, their Copenhagen base, they can yeah. just take the train every morning and be there in 40 minutes. Yeah. Right. I guarantee that yeah, this is not my official prediction, but knowing that, this will be the year that they pick somebody from Greenland. No oh, good. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't commute. But listen, I'm going to tell you, all those people from Copenhagen are going to be a first name basis with Swedish customs mm. by the end of this. Oh, man. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're going to be too. Customs every time? I don't think so. I, think I hope not. Oh, not. They just know because the post changed on the side of the road. It's so oh, cool. Dave, tell me again about the uh, the experience you had uh, crossing that bridge. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so I, I knew what, what we were all about. You know, we we go into a tunnel, and then mm-hmm. we're in the tunnel for you to know. It's maybe only like nine or ten minutes that you're actually in the tunnel section of the Urizen Bridge Tunnel. But I just turned to Stevie, and I went, hey, you know, we're under the sea right now. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, we're under the Urizen Strait. This is the part of the bridge that is underneath the water. Stevie's reaction was, can't say it like that. <laughs> uh, get me the hell out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he starts busting in the window. <laughs> Derek, Hi. let's let's have some some predictions. Is this the year Sweden won't qualify? I'll already tell you. Uh, it's a it's kind of a non-issue so, to, to put that one off. For I'm going to defend my position on that and okay. say, in retrospect, we didn't know Larry was going to be there. That's true. It was a it was a televote only semifinal. Mm. They've traditionally struggled with the televote more than they have with the jury. I would say if it was jury and televote, well, they'd be a lot safer. Um, so saying that they had a chance of not qualifying, not unreasonable. It wasn't unbelievable at not the time, unreasonable. I'll say that. Not out of left field. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to set a huge name and a huge production, I mean, I think anybody can qualify with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first prediction, and I'm going to go for some low-hanging fruit here, the EBU is not going to change the voting system in any way whatsoever. Oh, none at all. Including the rest of the world. Including the rest of the world. Yeah, despite the fact that one country overwhelmingly wins the jury or gets very close every single year, another country struggled, and there was a huge scandal where multiple countries were rigged the year before. They're not going to change it, no matter how many people protest. That said, the televote is also going to suffer this year, and they're going to see lower turnout on that as a consequence. Hmm. I think. I think a lot of people are bitter because they spent all this money voting for someone, and then the jury just decided the winner anyway. As much as you agree or disagree with that statement, if you spent a lot of money to vote and then that happened, you might be a little better. Um, this is tricky, because I don't know, because it could go anywhere. I think I, I'm going to say the same thing I say every year, and that is a country that hasn't won before is going to win this time, which is half of them. So that's a pretty good odds. It is half of them. And yeah. also we've seen a lot of kind of established countries winning as of late. I'd like to think that people are like, hey, maybe we should try something new. Why not? And I kind of like this idea of like the Balkan country sending a traditional Balkan ballad, and mm-hmm. maybe that gets a little bit of traction. Something that's you know performed by, I'm, you know, what's our surest bet in Eurovision history? A sad girl singing a sad song, just alone on the stage. And the other reason why I think that it's going to be a ballad is because that is much cheaper to stage. And we had a, oh, yeah. we had a, a, an episode just a couple of weeks ago that talked about the expense of just using the screen. Seems seems insane. I'm looking for real stripped down, just like, just someone singing their heart. 
I mean, Estonia did exceptionally well this year with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. entirely possible, unless we get inundated with ballads. Mm. It could be. Uh, the, the fact that this was a low ballad year as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She it's definitely like benefited. Yeah. We had a lot of lot of dance music and a lot of rock songs this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're looking for what's what, what are the trends and who's going to stand out. I'm going to make a prediction on the top five. Yes, yeah. Sweden definitely. Uh-huh. Italy again. Uh, let's throw Norway in there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty safe. Bet. Uh, yep, yep. Scandinavia's winning for the fences. And I'm going to throw in another one because we had this conversation and Danny said it. I'm going to see Albania. Sure. Is going to break top five this year. That'll be my last prediction. They're the ones who have had Albania, such a, such a virulent, crazy, rabid fan base and obviously love what they send. It's just who else likes it. I, I, I think they do better than people expect. They really do. They, they always they, they always do. Yeah. I, people kind of write them off or they don't really think about it. Then the votes are coming in. They're, they're totally going to have a... I don't know that it's going to be next year, but they're going to have a, a Mar, they're going to have their Amar Pelish Deutsch mm-hmm. one of these yeah. years. And just annihilate everybody. Part of and me this, is as great as their song was this year. Part of me wonders if Evita would have been. I mean, it's, it would have been hard for them to have broken through Lorene and. and yeah, yeah but, no one else was winning this year. But, no, but yeah. it would have maybe been a top five result for them, I think. Quite possibly, yeah. Been. Yeah, that song was really good. I hope. I still don't like that change they made to, to Fickmas, and I hope they change it back. Uh, my predictions are as follows. Uh, one, in addition to Mons and Petra uh, doing hosting duties, we, doing will, we will again? also see... Mons is not hosting again. No Petra way. Petra is not hosting. What? Why not? I, I think she She's works dead. with a different network. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I do what what did you say? Because she died. I, <laughs> She's Paul McCartney now. She will, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah. well... Uh, can, can I make a different first prediction? <laughs> All right, okay. So here, here we go. Petra and holograms. No, 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 no. Here's here's what I'll say. Linda Woodruff, Sarah uh, will will be back in in some capacity. We we need you, Linda Woodruff. Please, 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 uh, come be be a part of this. I think it'll be a a, a big 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 boon to your uh, hosting thing. My second prediction. Luxembourg is not the only returning country we're going to have. Ooh. Speaking of which, any predictions on how well you think Luxembourg is going to do before we have anything? Um, really well. I think, I think... I think top 10 is really, really plausible. I'm going to say qualifying, but then ending somewhere between 8 and 15. Okay. I'll, uh, that actually sounds... Pretty, pretty good. I'll say a, a respectable return. I, I don't think they're going to be in the 20s. Yeah. I'd say left side of the table isn't out, out of the question, but if they finish at 14, 15, I think that's, that's about right. I, I, were, I mean, I'm thrilled to see them back. Bookmark we'll this part of the episode so that I can be proven <laughs> right. Yeah. 14, 15. You heard it here. In a, in a semifinal that last year, assuming we're copy-pasting to this year, which will honestly be part of my predictions here, um, Where's the televote for Luxembourg? Is there any diaspora? No, but I mean, I'm sure there's there's friends would be friendly. Yeah, and, might be friendly. Well, and, and Benelux, mm-hmm. that's that's a whole community. You know, I, I I think I think there's there are votes for them in Western Europe for okay. sure. Look, I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to temper expectations. Fair enough. My third prediction. Oh, and uh, it, going back to the other one, actually. In terms of other countries coming back, I think we could just see like a Normac or uh, Montenegro, yeah, uh, end up 
coming back, something like that. You know, someone that hasn't been gone for too long. I'm not saying we're going to get a Bosnia uh, or a, a, a Slovakia yet. Uh, uh, definitely not getting we're not Hungary. Getting Hungary for yeah. a couple of years. Not not till Orban is Orgon. And uh, but uh, you know, I think Monaco and Andorra are inevitable. I don't know that it's next year. I don't know if Andorra is inevitable. I feel like. Out of all of these small, small states that have left the competition, I feel like the fandom probably has the most love for for Andorra. For, oh, mm-hmm. for Andorra. Oh, yeah. For how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that they've been such an underdog. They've mm-hmm. never made it to a final, even with some fan, fa- you know, fan favorite songs. The fact that it's, it has its own language. It has, it's, it's brought, when it was participating, fun. Mm-hmm. A little bit of camp. And the fact that it's being championed by a former artist, Suzanne Georgie, who's been doing a lot of at least verbalizing, just trying to keep this conversation going. How long has it been? Uh, I want to say 2009 was their last. That's something like that. Yeah, it's. it's what if it turns out to be If we are talking about returning countries, Andorra has the infrastructure and the money mm-hmm. to afford yep. to do it compared oh, yeah. to something like they've, they've got money Monaco should yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. when was Monaco last time? Uh, Monaco was back in, in, in the 80s right? no 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 Monaco Monaco was in it for a couple years in the early 2000s as a season yeah, uh, yeah. uh, their last appearance was 2006 they basically oh, okay. were in it basically consistently until the end of the 70s and then they left and then they were back in 2004 2005 2006 and did not qualify any of those three years so, but they did bring the first song partially in Tahitian to Eurovision, so, wow. you know, that was mm-hmm. nice. And the systems are different now, the mm-hmm. semifinal and voting system. Well, Luxembourg is actually a quasi-prediction, is that Luxembourg pulls out all the stops and use all of their money. All of their money? They're going to they're 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 bankrupt the country oh, by wow. using every single LED screen in the greater oh. Stockholm area. And Stockholm. It's going to be very bright. I mean, their clothing made of gold and diamonds would still not bankrupt them. Honestly, their public transportation system in Luxembourg, I believe, is free. If they just had a donation box <laughs> for Eurovision, for Eurovision. Like, yeah, uh, they could, put a euro in there, it'll go to the Eurovision fund. Uh, they, they, could, they could fund uh, Montenegro, too, or something like yeah. that while they're at it. Uh, my, my third prediction is we will have a return of a 2023 artist as a songwriter. And my prediction for the country that will do, or for the, for the performer that we will see again is Teodora Spirit, a.k.a. Taya of Tay and Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently read uh, she has relocated to, I believe, Berlin uh, to do a lot of work as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. It seems like she's fairly in demand. I think we see her again as a writer, uh, not probably not as a performer. I, I'm thinking, but uh, backing vocals, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but as, as she, she's. She's going to write another Eurovision song, and I think next year is, is likely. You know, she's only twenty three. That sounds about right. Yeah. I, I would have. I would have thought. Camp and... I would have thought they were a little bit older. I, I, Selena's a little, a couple years older, but but uh, they were great. Oh God, that. Uh, she's about to be a star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go call universe. Go call universe. Yeah. All right, Sam. So my predictions, and this is going to fly directly into the face of Derek's. Hi. Is that Sweden slash SVT? will mess with the scoring system again. Maybe not necessarily dramatically like Tabula Rasa, but they will do something that is 
significantly different from last year. I think the full... Oh, I throw on a couple of ballot boxes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying the system is rigged, but the way you're describing it, this is what it would look like. <laughs> Uh, Sounds like they would be uh, rigging something. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything like that. What I just looking at the last couple of times that Sweden has hosted Eurovision, 2013, they did monkey with the sort of calculations of jury votes. Instead of the juries just picking their top ten and those numbers going into the jury vote, the in 2013, all of the jurors and televoters ranked each of the competing entries instead of the top ten. So those scores were added together and sat kind of the, the sort of consolidation of those numbers was changed. Fast forward to 2016. That was the year that they had the official jury televote split. Uh-huh. Just like Melfast. Just like Melfast. Mm-hmm. So 2023, some either, I'm thinking some tweak to the system that we have here, some realignment, some honing and polishing and perfection of what we saw last year, I think is going to be in place. I don't think it's going to be, like I said, a massive, massive shift, but they're going to do some sort of tweak to try to address some of the issues that people were having this past year. It's like O.J. Simpson writing, if I did it. <laughs> did, did, uh, do you think that we'll get a rest of the world jury vote? If the Gosh, world, where would it would come from? That? How would you do it? Imagine the political take, infighting between, you know, someone from the U.S., Mexico, Israel. No, take 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 one person from each of the top countries that voted. Take an American, a Canadian, or whatever. And if you do, this by the way, EBU, walks into call a me. Bar joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's more than any other jury. A Mexican, a Venezuelan, and an Israeli. Yeah. Walk into a yeah, bar. Yeah, like <laughs> a 10 or... Even well, then the jury like 20, should be larger anyway. Sure. The top 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, two from each of the top 10 countries I voted. And just yeah. be like, okay, you're a jury. That feels like it would take a lot of planning. I uh, know. And, and it feels like, like sort of unofficial jury votes from some countries that, you know, that they have not been able to send anyone for the past couple of years. You know, Hungary yeah. and Slovakia mm-hmm. were in that top 10. Ooh, that mm-hmm. would be weird. Mm-hmm. That would be weird. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly why they should do it. Sam, what else do you <laughs> Uh, I say that a familiar or well-loved name will return to the contest. I was thinking as a singer, but I can see it as a songwriter as well. And will either non-qualify or score shockingly low in the final. Oops. Trying to be the next learning, yeah. basically. Yeah, but but end up more as a Donna International. I can see an Australian returning. Tommy him has been Wait, talking about coming back. Is yeah. Australia back? Do we even know? We don't know. Uh, oh, they gotta be. I hope, but we don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. Oh, right away. that's it. Australia's back. Dami Im comes and she wins. She's still got to get that telephone. If they then yes. don't have a telephone. If then yes. Okay. And then my third is that the winner will be agreed on by the jury and telephone. Oh. I I'm, I'm just this is this my, this is my, my least likely, but it, it's it, honestly I was running out of ideas. <laughs> but, I will, but I will say I will say that despite it being maybe done by the televote, the OGAE fan vote prior to the contest will not be the winner. Oh, okay. Well, if jury and televote are agreeing, then congratulations, Italy, on another win. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Uh, really, really quick, uh, just a. Just a yes or no is fine, and they've they've denied it. But I don't. I'm I'm still not convinced. Will we see ABBA in some form? Yes. Yes. Hologram. Hologram. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if they're just sitting in the audience. Mm. I mean, it's it's the fiftieth fiftieth anniversary of Waterloo. Like like Benny and Bjorn, without a doubt. 
because okay. they're still so active mm-hmm. in Swedish mm-hmm. music, and uh, Björn especially is—he'll do, do any interview for any documentary, any retrospective. Do you think one of them yeah. could be tapped to host? No. Oh no, no I don't. Ani Fried and Anjeta, like they. I, one, one of the I one of the dudes, I would I would guess. I'm, I'm not Agnetha, sure. If, you know, Agnetha did just release a single like this past week. Sure. Really? Are we going to hear that as an interval act? Yeah. Probably. Do you think it would be like a green room interview? And then they would do some kind of medley with like covers of Amazons during the interval. Yeah, Ooh. that could be a three oh, get, former champion. Get the yeah. dunk to come back and have Netta descend from oh, on high. Huge prediction, actually. Huge prediction. Um, complete performance of "Thank You for the Music" mm. Mm. during the. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if our like of our like slogan is going to be the title, uh, like that, thank or you, another for another music. title. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, Waterloo. <laughs> Eurovision 2024. Hey, remember water? <laughs> and France wins somehow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, oh, that's know, if, terrible. If we, if we are going to have a Eurovision All Star cast doing an ABBA medley at some point, what would Dobby Fryer say? Ooh. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, no, does your mother know? Uh, <laughs> it's been 10 years. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oof. All right. I think I think we've made enough predictions. Enough of a mess. And anyone else yeah. want to throw out something truly, truly insane? No. Oh, insane? Yeah. Why not? Um, Fika in the press center is going to be fantastic. Ooh. It's not insane. But somebody is going to have an allergic reaction. Uh, here's my prediction. Absolutely nuts prediction. Um, yes, they'll be allergic to nuts. Yes, yes. Uh, the UK is going to send uh, a, a, a rock band, but the performance is going to uh, be puppets. Please no. Ooh. Please don't do that. Wait, are we talking finger puppets or marionettes? No, but like marionettes. Yeah, okay. or like the yeah. Okay. Team are America. We, are we doing Big like? Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this like jokey wild predictions? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely not. Oh, okay, so I can't. No, no. no I, was, I was gonna say um, maybe Ukraine doesn't come back next year. What? Maybe things they drag out and they just can't commit to it. They have announced a national final. They have yet, mm-hmm. but I'm just worried. A lot can happen in the next few months, and I worry that mm-hmm. it might be something where it's like we just can't do this right now. I'm still, I'm still kind of thinking Romania is going to drop. I, oh, yeah, I wouldn't rule that out. Uh, I mean, I mean, you you look at like. I think of it like Intelligence Music Project was Bulgaria's way of just saying I'm out, <laughs> saying I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I and I kind of feel like, and it's not it's not the artist himself who was a nice kid. It was everybody else. But I, I feel like it was kind of a deuces. Romani Romanians from last year. Uh, Theodore. Oh, that's right. Uh, DGT. Right. Yeah. 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 Teddy Bear Dejanes. And um, now I I don't know. I think Romania might be out. What would it take? And this is maybe a. a what would it take for Bulgaria to come back? Uh, I think it would be a restructuring. Mm-hmm. Regime change in Russia. No, 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 no. It's 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 financial. It's not political. Oh, I see. I think it's just from Bulgaria. I think it's more. It, again, my understanding is not based on any insider knowledge or anything. I think it's more the folks who are at the head of the broadcaster aren't aren't putting the value at it. Well, I think if the predictions bear out in any way, it's always going to be the, the predictions about money. 
and always predicting that there's not enough. Well, I, I think I think Bulgaria is is not in the best of economic sorts at the moment ah. either, or they weren't. Uh, I, I don't know how much that has changed, but I feel like that's the big thing that would need to be different. I, I think that there there is enough there are enough acts there. You know, the musical scene is strong enough. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. It's just it's just having people in charge who want to be there, and and it being a bit more financially justifiable than it currently is. Right. So well, here's they'll, a, they'll be back. And it's not like Sweden's a you know a cheap country to be in. Also yeah. true. Well, here's a wild prediction. Mm-hmm. I think a country that is no longer participating will have an artist from that country participate for a different country. Okay. Possibly San Marino. I was going to say Luxembourg. I can see that yeah. <laughs> Or Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah, get Pauli Genova over to Luxembourg or something. Yeah, I, I think Luxembourg is specifically focusing on local artists. However. Uh, yeah. But I, yeah, but if, if there's like a Montenegro artist or whoever that really, really wants to go when they just can't, they're going to start they finding out. You know, yeah. you know, someone, just, someone from Montenegro singing for... Would it be? No question mark. Cypress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just for the record, I was looking at the Luxembourg details here. Yes. Uh, so performers are required to either hold Luxembourgish nationality, have resided in the country for at least three consecutive years, or be involved with the Luxembourgish music scene. Songwriters can be of any nationality. Oh, so, of course. Of that course, yeah. really widens the net. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A songwriter from anywhere, but then like if you're a singer, it's, we're looking for a real, real burger head over here. A couple of. <laughs> Luxembourg, mm-hmm. right. so a couple, couple bourgeois, yeah. All oh, right, well, a couple of old beef patties <laughs> for Luxembourg. Yeah, they'll get the wine ants from. Uh, are they Swedish or Norwegian? Sandwich. 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 Yeah, yeah, we'll get them to Luxembourg. Eva and Ewa. Yeah. Oh, I just want party with them. All right. On that note, should we wrap things up? Yeah. Yes. All yes. right. Well, in that case, everybody, you can find us, like I said, on all the standard social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, TikTok, Reds, Blue Sky, Instagram. Find us on YouTube, one two points USA. Email us directly, 12 points of America at gmail.com. <sighs> Until next time, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. I've been Danny. And America. Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now.